What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Beer League, and we are still short-staffed. AJ is still dealing with some illness. We're not entirely sure what it is. We hope it's not COVID, and we hope he's better soon. And he, he we was, would really love for somebody okay. else to be able to fill in. Oh, he's, he's, he, he's, he, he's, he's okay. He's doing okay. He he's was good. moaning something about brains. <laughs> he's got the T-virus. Um, he is okay. He's he's doing all right. He's recovering fine. But it's and just, when he comes back from Raccoon City, we'll have him right on the podcast. It's just <laughs> it's just been enough of an illness that he's worried about bringing because you know some of us have already experienced COVID and we're he's worried it's the flu and we don't want to go through another round of everyone needs to fucking quarantine and yada 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 yada. Yeah, I don't want to be Quentin Quarantino. <laughs> I fuck I go somewhere. Just go. I I also hate you a little bit, and I love pretty good. I love Quentin Tarantino, but just just go somewhere. Come on, Um, that was good. I didn't even take that from anyone. That was just good. But in uh, we we do wish that AJ was here, or literally fucking anybody else to fill in and and come keep us company. However, we are having a good time with the three of us. But I'm I'm upset about this episode. I wish I was the absent one. We do have some some. But listen, as much (laughs) as you hate one part of it, aren't you excited that? The featured brewery tonight is one that's been I so know, good. They're so good, but I hate the one so, big ingredient. So the featured brewery tonight is the Southern Tier uh, Brewing Company, and specifically, we have two, two from their Blackwater series. We've had such great experiences. So what have we had from their Blackwater series? Mm-hmm. Our first one ever that like made us just be like we have to drink them all was the creme brulee and that was that was fantastic we all said that first few five tens yeah when when we said that we all need to make creme brulee with the creme brulee beer which has not been done yet now that i'm thinking about it but that's a thing that i'll uh visit in the future we've done their uh caramel macchiato that was a white stout that was fantastic and i didn't think that was going to be that good because i'm not a macchiato person but it was that was so good incredible um Another another one of their white stouts that wasn't in the Blackwater series was the white chocolate raspberry, which is another one of those ones we did five white across the board. White chocolate raspberry sure. was insane. Southern Tier, in case you haven't noticed, has done some great. I mean, they did. Well, the, don't forget they the did most a frosted recent, sugar cookie recently. The frosted sugar, yeah. Like, believe me, I can't forget. Um, I have a really unhealthy ability to uh, recollect beers, but I can't remember anything else. I don't know what I ate for lunch yesterday. But I do know that I drank this one beer two years ago. I don't know who any of you at this table are. Anyway, jumping forward now to the Blackwater Series we're drinking currently right at this moment. This is why Brian is so upset. This is the Blackwater Series Nitro Hot Cocoa. Uh, so this I, is... This I'm is very, a, I'm I remember very I, curious I, and excited. I'm the person on the podcast, met one of like maybe like 0.5% in the world, who does not like chocolate. So this is an imperial milk stout. It's an ale with cocoa powder and natural chocolate and marshmallow flavors added. Marshmallow. Um, okay, like marshmallows in there. Hot cocoa, cocoa yeah. yeah. So I'm going to do, before I pass the can on, I know you're itching, Christian. I can see you I, fucking I am, but like I'm also like there. turning my brain because like I, I think of like, you know, maybe Swiss Miss packets, but you know how you make them with, with water sometimes and then they're better if you make them with milk. And it's a nitro, and nitro is supposed to be creamy. So I'm like, is this like the better version? That's probably the benefit of making it one of the black water, which are always nitro and always... Uh, Over 10%, 10% or more. Always ten, No, they're always 10% even, at least in our experience so far. So before I pass it on, I'm going to give the nuts and bolts. So it says, uh, unleash nitro. It says, pour into your favorite glass or drink from this can because there is that little fucking weird puck at the bottom of this can. We cut one open and saw one before. Uh, the alcohol by volume is 10 per 10.0 percent so 10 even the color is black the uh, body is creamy and heavy the bitterness is low to moderate the volume is 9.6 fluid ounces so it's a 12 ounce can they put that weird little puck at the bottom of and it takes up some of the space so it's a 9.6 uh, 9.6 ounce volume to this can Um on the no- oh my god! On the nose, it's ridiculous. I'm gonna pass it along before I talk too much about it. But yeah, the nuts Ooh. and bolts. Oh, that oh. smells like. Chocolate. Oh, it also says at the bottom. I I forgot to address. It is made with lactose sugar. So again, something that we've come to expect really from 
the Blackwater series is they're nitrogenated, they're lactose induced, they're they're pretty good, uh, pretty pretty fucking solid beers. Brian, I can tell, is already turned off by the thought of cocoa. It's it's it very is. chocolatey on the nose. But didn't we talk about this? Doesn't yeah. smell like Hershey's chocolate. There's something else in addition to the chocolate. I'm get, I'm getting it almost like a graham cracker. Mm. Maybe, I can see that. Maybe the marshmallow is making me think graham cracker. Chocolate marshmallow making yeah. you think about s'mores. I, I am getting Spoiler a little marshmallow alert. on the nose. It's um, got a very thin but fine head. Not too leggy. This should be your tolerable range of co- chocolate. Ooh. Um, it's borderline because this is more. It's it's more chocolate that I want. It's not it's not that European chocolate totally. It's a, it's a, it's a mix in between. This is almost like Americanized Nestle. What? Because Nestle is a French chocolate that, or Belgian chocolate that's been Americanized. What this tastes like to me is the chocolate in an Andes mint. But there's no mint whatsoever. Oh my god! Could you imagine a, this is with mint added to it? Oh my god! This with mint would be like Santa's reserve from a year and a half ago. Yeah, it'd be pretty whatever. close. Yeah, rogue. Especially adding the the lactose and the fact that it's a milk stout. Like it would be borderline, like right there, because lactose milk sugar, and milk stout. That that would be fun. I'm not getting like so. It doesn't entirely, to me, taste like hot chocolate. To me, it almost tastes like... Have you ever had drinking chocolate? Yes. It so tastes I, like drinking chocolate with milk more than it tastes like hot chocolate. So and here's the thing It's very hard to define the difference. Here's the thing that people <laughs> always disagree with me on, but I feel like you might understand where I'm coming from. Hot chocolate almost always feels like it has salt in it. Yeah. I, I can see that. Yeah. And this is this is purely... Sweet and bitter. There is no like whenever like if you if you pour in a pack of Swiss Miss into something, it always feels like there's a salt content to it. Well, I'll give you one more. Like the drinking chocolate kind of has this oiliness to it almost. Yeah, I mean that's that's gonna come from your from your uh, your fat your fat content of the cocoa. Whereas even if you make your hot chocolate with like whole milk or cream, it doesn't it doesn't it, quite it get doesn't there. get the same. Like yeah, for sure. This so, like, I, I have a hard time being angry about hot cocoa ending up tasting like higher grade, more expensive drinking yeah, chocolate for but, sure. But like that's that's kind of where my brain is ending up. Yeah, I'm not really getting the the marshmallows. Maybe it's, it's just like, it's just barely there, and it's like if you it's so sweetness. again think about a pack of Swiss Miss, like the Swiss Miss with mini marshmallows. Like those mini marshmallows are kind of just decoration. I think I smell them more than I taste them. Yeah, I get that. It's it's more of a slight vanilla smell to it as opposed to a taste, which I think <clears throat> will kind of draw a comparison with the next one. We're not gonna give away too much, but I think you'll we'll we'll be able to put that those side by side. You know what I mean? Um, All right, numbers. <laughs> Brian's like. I get <laughs> I'm ready to get out of here, <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I completely agree with you. Like, hot cocoa to me always has that slight. Like, Brian, have you have you had hot chocolate anytime recently? I have, I made? have tried it. Um, I, I do a thing every Halloween where I try a different piece of Halloween candy. Um, and Gia has made me try hot chocolate before, and um, I would have to say, I mean, in my very, very limited experience, that I did not like that experience. Um. That this was pretty accurate, um, just in terms, and it was just like a Swiss Miss, but she went with milk instead of the uh, water. Uh, Which, by the way, is the only correct way to do it. And uh, I don't, I don't give a shit. I don't like any of it. I don't care what the correct way is. Um, but in my experience, uh, as limited as that may be, uh, was very accurate. All right, then you can lead off with some numbers. So then, since Christian and I kind of dominated the conversation here. Well, continue to do that uh, <laughs> for the next one as well. Um, I will go with a... Remember, set your bias aside. I'm trying very hard to do that. Um, honestly, with how accurate it was to the hot chocolate that I have tried, I'm going to go with a... I'm going to go with a four on this. Um, I thought that it was very... Like, 
Like it nailed the chocolate flavor. It wasn't too beery. It wasn't too like milky where it's trying to like overpower you the milk to like kind of hide the beer taste. I think it had a very good like in between. Um, and uh, on the core, um, I'll go with a. It's tough on the icky. Uh, yeah, on the icky. Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a. Um, I'm gonna go with a three because I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one of the lowest ickies you've ever given. Yeah. Christian? Okay, so first, I want to describe what I consider good hot chocolate. Just because I, I want to establish that for myself. It is not Swiss Miss. No. Um, it is Baker's Cocoa at a a respectable ratio to, to sugar, muddled together with a, a little bit of hot milk. Not cream, not skim, between two or whole, but you know, in that range. You know who makes a good powdered hot chocolate? While we're talking about it for a second, it, it can't be powdered. But do you know who makes a good one for powdered hot chocolate? Ghirardelli. Ghirardelli makes a solid powdered powdered hot chocolate. I think I'm. I might have had it, and and if you prepare a powdered hot chocolate as like the very slowly muddled and mixed together, like. There's a way to physically do it where it incorporates so that it's not just powder floating on top, yeah. right? Um, yeah, milk, sugar, cocoa, and a pinch of salt. Even even if like literally uh, there was a time when I had no actual salt available to me, and you're making the face like you're going to cut this anyway, I'm still going to say it. I used fucking um, uh, potassium chloride instead of sodium chloride, no salt, because it adds that tiny little bit to it. So, does this strike me as hot cocoa? It's very close. It's very close, but not quite there. But it is very good. For for a stout, for a nitro stout that tastes of chocolate, there's, there's no coffee bitterness to this whatsoever um it's very uh chocolatey malty and the the lactose and, and nitro mixed together to give it a, a creamy and slightly marshmallowy I, I really only get the marshmallow smell but taste um i'm gonna give it a 4.5 it does not hit hot cocoa for me it's more like a a elevated drinking chocolate yeah, it's it's definitely that that I think that salt's what's really throwing us. I I almost wonder what a pinch of salt would have done to this. Because I I say this all the time, uh, like amongst just people in general. Like there's there's something about hot chocolate. Like if it doesn't have that that like slightly salty flavor, that doesn't seem right. I think that's why like at least as Americans. We have such an affinity for like chocolate covered pretzels and things of that nature because they have chocolate and salt. <laughs> and here comes Brian with a salt shaker or a salt grinder. I'll do it. Bring bring it over here. Let's just there, there's this, more in the can, let's right? Let's just throw this at Christian. I have no idea what's left in that can. I mean, um, I didn't take much, so there's probably some. I'm getting like brushing half of it off and putting like the teeniest. It's like a tiniest, fucking science experiment over here. Like this is not even like a measurable amount of salt. Christian, left. did you give an icky on that, by the way? No, I did not. And and I did want to say, before you add some fucking salt, a, uh, any kind of beer or stout, this is really drinkable. I could crush the hell out of this. I'm going to give this a nine. This might okay. be my reckless abandoned stout. Well, <laughs> you never know what's coming next, but. Um, I'm also going to match Brian on the core. I'm going to give it a four, which is weird because for him, he's uh, setting setting biases aside the fact that he doesn't like chocolate. I am setting aside the fact that, you know, it it misses a little bit with the, with the salt missing and, and stuff like that. Like there are things that make it not come off as hot chocolate as opposed to, like Christian said, a drinking chocolate. And it's... You know, I mean, the one thing that it's definitely got going for it is that stouts inherently have that slight chocolatiness to them. Uh, I'm I'm being handed the salty version of this. It's almost there. It is almost there for sure. Um, 
it's it's definitely got that going for it. The fact that stouts inherently have a little bit of a chocolatey note to them, but uh, I mean a four is a fair score for this. And hmm, icky, 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 icky. I'm gonna go a seven because I know that this one it's got that it's got dark chocolate bitterness. Like I don't think it's a like a coffee bitterness or anything like that. It comes off as a dark chocolate bitterness, which would slow me down just enough to kind of sip on this guy and just enjoy it by a fire. You know, this would be one that I would definitely want to just kind of kick back, put my, you know, throw my shoes off and put my, put my feet by the fire. I, Try not to I, light I my think socks on this fire. particular moment where I was just sitting in my chair near fire, fire in the mountains and it was pretty cold, but just sat there nursing a beer for long enough that people told me I had to come in or get locked out with the bears. This would be a good beer for that. Yeah, I, I sure. am going to say, I'm ready to stop talking about hot chocolate. Get in the next one. <laughs> <laughs> so, the next one, again, coming from uh, coming again from Southern Tier, again in the Blackwater series. Nothing has changed there. The uh, Oh, but has it changed? Is there no chocolate the, in this the, one? No, there is still some chocolate, F. but not as much. Uh the nuts and bolts are essentially the same. Uh, it says, pour into your favorite glass or drink from this can. Alcohol by volume is 10%. Color is black. Body is creamy heavy. Bitterness is low to moderate. And volume is 9.6 uh, fluid ounces. So all of that is the same. The only thing different is the flavor this time. This one is the Nitro S'mores. And this is an Imperial Milk Stout that's an ale with chocolate, graham cracker, and vanilla flavors added. So they don't say marshmallow on this one. They say chocolate, graham cracker, and vanilla. So I wonder if that will have an impact because marshmallows, we've had an experience with marshmallows in beer. They come off a lot more muted than just adding vanilla. Yeah, and I figured that they would go a little more like towards the lactose spectrum than anything, you know? This smells like graham crackers. There's... So you got a little bit of head. I'm getting almost no head. See, I poured specifically for head, and I also got as soon as the beer was cracked. Because Brian, the way Brian was pouring it just a second ago, will not give you great head on a nitro beer. It smells very similar. It smells very similar. I'm getting more of those graham cracker notes. Entirely different. It's a completely different beer. Oh, it really does. Yeah, on on the head, it's very, it's much more like that, like breadiness. It's not so much the just like pure like cocoa notes. Yeah, that's that's an entirely different beer, as similar as you could consider them. Like that's mm, that's a whole other world. Nah, you, you could drink if you had had these, you could pass a blind taste test and tell them apart. Yeah, that's, that's for, for beers that beer. are so similar in verbiage and and adverbs. They are not is, night and is, day, but they're like midnight and evening. Which is kind of also crazy because the only actual ingredient is the graham cracker. If you think about it, like like there's marshmallow. Well, again, in the this hot one chocolate. with vanilla as opposed to just marshmallow. Yeah. So yeah. Um, but for me, uh, this is more tolerable. Granted, like chocolate is not the main uh, way to go about this. But if I'm looking at this, it's a little more of the you get the graham cracker, you get them, you get. The, I mean, I know that it's vanilla, but it's a little more of a marshmallowish. Um, but it, it it compresses a little bit more. Where the it seemed with the hot cocoa, it was. You know, you had hot cocoa and it just like kind of like left that throttle wide open on flavor where this it kind of like takes the three flavors and it kind of compresses it on your taste buds as opposed to just letting them all kind of just like run rampant. As with any milk stout on a nitro, it's very velvety, very smooth. Um, I think that's almost working against the graham cracker. But the the s'mores has got like... A, I haven't figured it out yet. There's something about it. It's it's like it's a whole grain s'mores, you uh, know? Well, so, like, the s'mores, they definitely focus more on the graham cracker. That was the featured ingredient, if you will. 
as opposed to focusing on chocolate or marshmallow. I'm sure Brian is super stoked that they didn't focus heavy on the chocolate. But the, you know, I, I feel like with s'mores, a lot of times the featured ingredient, if you will, is marshmallow. And here it sure wasn't. And I think, like, had they gone marshmallow and vanilla, maybe it would have made a difference. I feel like they focus more on the graham cracker, which I am very happy about. <laughs> to, to be fair, I, I do consider the chocolate the least important part of the s'mores. For sure. That's, you get, I mean, if you have marshmallows, you are over halfway there. If you have graham crackers, you're 100% of the way there. And if you have chocolate, it's like 150%. You're it's happy. A bonus. Yeah. I mean, granted, I make my s'mores with just a graham cracker and vanilla. All right. that, that's why I was being nice and giving you 100%. Good job. It's the first time I ever heard of that. So, <laughs> this is emotional. <laughs> so here's the thing that I have to ask. You know, the, the word s'mores is a conjunction of some more. Would you go back for some more of this? I go back for some more of the hot cocoa between the two. Personally, um, me, uh, no go, but just that's just because it's chocolate. I mean, it is what it is. The, the s'mores is good, it's a ooh, ooh, I like where your mind's going, right? Just mix both of them together, <laughs> and that might be the See, solution. This is where this is where we really miss AJ because, um, with three of us, I become so much more of a market share. That's not bad. Adding the cocoa to the s'mores is not a bad idea. But what I think is a great idea is move into, move into scores real fast, Bri. Uh For me, I'm going to go with a I'm going to go with a three. Um, I'm happy that they didn't. You're focus scoring so much. this lower than the cocoa. Yes. Just, because just clarifying, making sure of that. Yes, because I want to do that based off of the fact that. I feel like that a s'more, this didn't have all three things for me. Um, but it wasn't like it, like, it wasn't like that it lacked it. It just wasn't that I don't think that it, like, I, I think it compressed them all into one and you didn't get that journey of having those three different, very specific flavors. I feel like it was very compressed into one, which could work really well for some people. And I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing just in terms of my own preference i feel like that um i didn't really get the journey of the three flavors it was just like a bang figure out what flavors are in this little parcel that i'm going to give you um on in terms of the international crushability index or the icky um i would go with a i'm going to go with a four because i just don't like it because uh, I don't like chocolate, and, the, and and that's the whole thing. Like I hate to like skew a score like that, but I don't like chocolate, and it is what it is. But I want to be very um, vocal in my clarification of that that it is a flavor thing and not necessarily a uh, brewery construction thing. Almost everything negative I have to say about this is that it didn't have enough chocolate. Um, Brian has now stormed off. <laughs> uh, so I'll focus on the non-chocolate things so if you just say to me the word s'mores far more important than graham crackers or chocolate to me is marshmallow marshmallow is a hard thing to do in beer format as we've learned um, it's either know, done like amazingly or barely I feel like they barely succeeded in the hot cocoa, and yet with this one, the s'mores, the one where it matters more, they didn't try. They're just like, nah, vanilla. Okay. And and you know what? It tastes like vanilla. Vanilla and a little bit of chocolate and kind of graham cracker. Actually, less than graham cracker. More like a ginger, no, nah, not a ginger snap. A gingerless ginger snap, which I guess is a graham cracker. Way to talk yourself in a circle there. Yeah, I I, I feel that. I um, understand, but the, the, <laughs> you went in a big circle. It, it, mixing the, the hot cocoa into the s'mores, great decision. Bumped it up, made it pretty good. I I think if if I were deciding what to put in these cans, I, I would put a little more chocolate in because, um, like we all know, marshmallow is hard to do in a beer. Um, but 
what we have is what we have. And yeah, it, it did not rock me nearly as much. It's good. It's it's solid enough. It's not great. It's not amazing. It's not it like a lot of these Blackwaters have redefined that's, what I think is possible with a stout. That's what I was gonna this say. This isn't doing that. If if you didn't cover it, that's what I was gonna say is I think that the standards for the Blackwater series have been set so high yeah. with things like the creme brulee. Like, that this kind of misses, but it's not, it's not a fucking bad beer, Yeah, but like, it's not, the, it's not up to that standard that we've come to expect. You you go into a bar, you get one of these, you're going to be happy. Yeah, for sure. But some of the other Blackwaters we have, even, even the hot cocoa, they like, they push the, the level of what you expect to get from a beer. That's kind of what I've come to expect from Southern tier. So I'm going to be a little harsh. Southern tier. I'm I'm gonna be a little mean to this one because you've set the bar real high. Yeah. Um, and by your bar, this is this is not doing it. This is um this is like slightly above average at best. Uh so I'm gonna give this um I'm gonna give this a three point two five on the core. Um honestly, I, I might have given it a Three and a half to a four if Southern Tier hadn't freaking nailed things so well previously. Like, it, it's one of those where I just, I, I sound like I'm a drunken ranting fool. But you know what? I'm a drunken ranting fool and I know they can do better. I, they can. Um, Icky, though, is pretty, pretty high. Again, really high for a stout. I'm going to give this uh, a six. Like to me, a good a good stout like stouts aren't even expected to be crushable. You know, my my favorite stout ever is something I would give an icky of a one. Yeah. It's something you sip on and you spend the whole evening enjoying. This is downright crushable. It's it's delicious. It's just it doesn't have that southern tier flair that I have come to expect. Um. Yeah, I shame mean, on you, brewery, for being so good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, stop setting your standards so goddamn high, so that when we when we rank something even moderately lower, it's like an insult. Um, I'm I'm with you 100. percent The only difference is that my core score is dropping, that like below yours, and it's my core score on the last one was also below yours, so. Uh, that's not entirely a surprise. I'm gonna go with three. I am quote unquote the stout guy. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with three on the court. It's just it, I don't. I it it's probably the marshmallow, and like like Christian said ad nauseum, that marshmallow is a difficult flavor to recreate, but it's kind of the featured thing in a s'more. So. You have to try harder, I guess. <laughs> or if they had featured the chocolate instead. Sure. And I mean that's that's another way of looking at it. But had you gone maybe marshmallow and vanilla to just beef that up, you probably would have hit the nail on the head. And we all would have walked out of here pretty happy, because Brian would have had to deal with less chocolate. We and Christian and I would have gotten more marshmallow. And that's really what we're looking for here. Um, that being said, it's not a bad beer. I don't no. think Southern Tier is capable it, of it, making it's, bad it's, beer. It's only average by their scale. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> They've done it to themselves. Um, and uh, also, again, slightly down on the icky for me. Just, I don't I don't know if it, it's just my brain kind of realizing that 10% will 100% catch up to me from the last beer to this one. Shh, no, it's fine. But I'm I'm dropping down to a six, and I'm I'm doing this without any any bias or in influence from how fuck. I'm doing that without any bias or influence from the other side of the table there because my brain told me six. I'm doing this without any second thoughts on anything. I'm sc- I'm scoring purely out of what just kind of happens today tonight. I I know that's true because you just said it was lower and it's the same as what I said. Lower than lower, lower than mine. My last one. I said. Oh, okay. My last one was a seven. This one's a six, and honestly, as as far as crushability, I thinking about it, which I'm saying I'm not doing here. 
<laughs> Thinking about it, I don't sense much of a difference. But something told me to go six and not seven. So that's what we're going with. Which is unfortunate because with both of us going down, it drops a whole number. But again, not terrible. Let's take a quick commercial and we'll come back with one that Brian might actually like because there's not chocolate in Oh, thank God. So up next is Yards. We haven't had a lot of Yards on the show. This is Yards Brewing Company's French Toast Bites Ale. So this is done as a collaboration with local artisan foods. That's like the color of a lager, though. Uh, this is done with local artisan foods. This is their French Toast Bites into Yards' ale. Uh, nuts and bolts. This comes in four packs of 16-ounce cans. It's a 5.5% alcohol by volume beer. It's an ale brewed with cinnamon, brown sugar, and vanilla. And uh, there's a whole lot of fucking stuff on the side. I guess I'll get into this before we drink it. So it says, French Toast Bites was founded in 2018 by Sharice McGill. What started out as a freshly made street food treat in Philadelphia has now found its way onto the beer scene. So here are the local standards. We embrace the desire for a unique dining experience within the food, foodie culture. Local Artisan Foods is home to a collection of food and beverages uh, that use ingredients grown and sourced responsibly with respect to the origin and seasonality. While our product offerings are sweet and fun, being prepared with quality and traceable ingredients is a top priority. And it says at the bottom, values, relationships, emotional connection, integrity, respect, and flexibility. So I think that's all pretty important to share because uh, it's soup for us, at least, based in Philadelphia. It's super important for us not only to uh, talk about our local breweries, but to talk about the, f the food. I mean, the food scene is hand in hand here. Uh, so on Instagram and Facebook, it's at uh, Local Artisan Foods. It's L-O-K-A-L, Artisan Foods. Um, we should definitely share that because stuff like that is is super important to just the, the ecosystem here in Philadelphia. Yeah, you you know? know what's more important? Sharing the can and not taking so much time. Yeah, 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 bolts. yeah, yeah. There's I, one beer I, I like really in this podcast and you decided French to hold it out the most. This, alongside this. So you haven't gotten the can yet, but this smells fucking fantastic. I could just drift away peacefully smelling this, let alone drinking it. There's a weird extra smell to it. Probably the beer. The more I sniff yeah, it's a, it's it, the a much harder more, it is. It's much more beery smell than than French toasty. But taste... I'm picking but also, up I an thought this egg would, smell. But I also thought this well, would that's be... part of French toast. I, I know it is, but like, how do you get that into beer? They throw the actual French toast bites in there. I also thought, though, that this would be a little more stouty. I mean, granted, I guess I didn't pay too much attention to what you're saying. But the words on the usually can? Usually when I think French toast, I'm thinking stout. I'm thinking something that's going to be a little heavier with the flavors. But very this is heavy. like so well done. It is. There's just a hint of something. I guess it's just the beer. It's the build. But I don't. I don't hate it. It's light. Like to break up. I mean, the fact that we did two ten percent stouts to start the episode was probably not a great decision. But True. Like, but on the other side, I feel like this is like the aftertaste of. I mean, obviously, I've had beer at this point, but um, it's beer, and then it's also those uh, those Taco Bell cinnamon bites. Like the Cinnabon things? Or yeah, I don't want to... You're definitely not talking about the, the fried cinnamon air thing. Exactly what I'm saying. You are talking about the yeah, cinnamon air puff Damn right. bullshits. Yeah. No, this is more almost it's like not, a Because it's not like a heavy, heavy... Taste. I don't think it's a heavy taste. I think it's so it's, much lighter. It's not a heavy taste, but like it's almost custardy, the egg part of it. And that's what makes me think more of the Cinnabon bites from Taco Bell. Like there's that like thick... I really don't want to continue that sentence, but that mm, thick cream inside thick them. Cream inside. <laughs> like it's it's got it's got a for a for a lighter ale, it's got a heavy creaminess to it. I like this a I, lot. I feel like I just had a mouthful of like 
Heineken and French toast bites. So I guess it's on point. But see, I hate, well, Heineken, I hate Heineken. Heineken's a good uh, is a good like descriptor for the beer taste because like it. You know how Heineken has that slightly olivey taste. I do, but uh, I know I'm getting I just a know little. Of, bit I just of know that, like, like Heineken taste. as a taste. I don't know like what like I couldn't just dissect the Heineken. But yeah, it kind of tastes more like There's Heineken like than like Yingling or Rolling Rock or PBR or Miller Lite. Like it, it kind of tastes like it. It it's uh, maybe it's a similar build. Maybe the like similar malts. Yeah, I mean, there's like a slight waxiness, but. I, I feel that. I, I don't really I'm taste not mad it, but I feel about it. it. I'm for sure not mad. And I'm definitely getting the French toast bites coming through. Mm-hmm. It is good. And if it's something you want, like a desserty beer, but you don't feel like feeling like, oh, like this is like the perfect hybrid between like mm-hmm. something that's a lot lighter, but you're still getting that dessertiness to it. The cinnamon, you're getting, you know, those kind of flavors as opposed to just like. And it's not a spice bomb either. It's no. just like a light thing that you get a little bit of bre- like a hint of breadiness and then a good amount of cinnamon. And maybe I'm struggling to find the egg a little bit, but there's also something in there I can't quite put my finger on. So maybe that's what you're describing as the egg, Christian. Well, but, he's uh, also saying custard and like egg. I'm not getting custard so much has custard. Egg in it. So I, I can get that. I, I don't know. I can see both sides of it like. It's it's a like it's, it's a like, unique, interesting flavor that's on the the back side of this. It's not like scrambled. Really eggs. Makes sense. It's like, you know, eggs that were beat with cream and sugar. Yeah, kind of like custard. I don't know. I really like this. I'm I'm kind of surprised this might I, be, this might be my favorite of the episode. I'm like a little mixed. I, I this is definitely not my favorite of the episode. I, I definitely don't think this is gonna. Oh, don't worry. I can tell the... you this is my favorite. Of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this is gonna fight the hot cocoa for me, but I'm I'm surprised at how refreshing it is, while also having these like yeah like like you were saying what should be heavier tastes, but it's not heavy. This could very easily be a beer that you could have for breakfast. Yes. A lot of times, like we we talk like about Heineken. <laughs> we we talk about like um the uh we had the what the hell's that brewery that I can't think of all of a sudden unknown art. We Un- had untitled art. Untitled art. That's it. Untitled art. We had their French toast stout last year, and that was okay, insane. The, the, the bananas Foster French toast. Trying trying to compare. No, there this was there, there were two different fair. things. There was a French toast out, and there was a banana frost. Was there? I don't yes. know why I'm throwing them together. There because was bananas Foster French toast is delicious, probably. Anyway, both of um, them were insane. Yeah. So that we we talk about those being beers that you could have with your breakfast. This one feels those like those were it's beers built that for you could have poured over your French toast, yeah. and make it taste like banana sure. Foster's French toast. This one feels like it's built for breakfast. So, so there's, do you I, know what I mean? To yes. have with, yes, it, it's an accompaniment. Yes. It's something you drink with. It's not the breakfast, which makes sense because it's, it's not shakes. replacing the flavors. It's it's, it's a collaboration with a company that makes fucking French toast bites. So it makes sense that they would make a beer. <laughs> it makes sense that they would make a beer that would go with those French toast bites. You know what I mean? Whereas the the untitled art beers were beers that were meant to kind of be the experience. Yeah, this is meant to like be the perfect chef's kiss. With this, this kind of reminds me of up in Northeast, we always have the uh, Thanksgiving football game, you know, yeah. with the high schools, and this would be the perfect kegs and eggs beer. Yeah. For sure, the absolute perfect. Like you could not get anything because in you're in the morning. I like you don't how you preface that. Down. I like how you preface that with like that's a specifically northeast thing. Like we did that in Roxborough too. Okay, we had the Roman Roxborough game. So don't even. All right. Just wasn't a great game because Roman won for the last sixty-five years. That's us. Ju- judge <laughs> won for the last. Yeah, yeah. It's, Those it's Catholic schools kind of <laughs> just run the table. I, I don't know about that part of it, but I am very curious. I, I think I want to seek out and try the French toast bites. Now, here's the thing that I to think... To see if they are as custardy in real life as the beer tastes. Here's the thing that I think would be slightly interesting, is that... Uh, 
Judge and Roman play we on had, Thanksgiving Day, and we, then the public <laughs> schools play each other. For sure. We had the, uh, on TikTok, we didn't do it on the show, we had the brunchies from Uzelfinch. Oh, the orange. Which was like an orange yeah. and cinnamon bun. How would this go mixed with orange juice? Mm. This not that I think beer. Yes, not that I think that this is a, a this. I'm not condoning mixing of things that we've never. Tr- Listen, I'll I will get on here all day every day and say that some of the things we've drank have been great. We have not tried this, so <laughs> I will not say go fucking do it and waste your beer or your orange juice. We're but I am curious. Just presenting the a concept. Concept. Concept is a good word. For I, I'm I'm here. I'm willing to try it. We have three more cans of this, so I'm definitely willing to try that blend and see how it comes out because I drink orange juice with my French toast all the time, so why not drink them together? I, I'm currently out of OJ at home where I'd offer. Hmm. So am I. I finished the one from New Year's, so. I don't have any OJ in here. That's fine. We can do that at a later date. We don't need to do that on the show. But anyway, I think that we should get to numbers because we are getting a little long-winded on this one. For sure. My numbers are already on my sheet, so whenever you guys are ready. So uh, for this one, I'm going to go with a, um, I, you know how much I hold, you know, being drinkability and crushability um, at a very high rating. I'm going to go with a 4.5 on this. Um, I thought that it was really good, and I love the fact that you took something that would always be considered desserty. And you made it into something that's a light drinker, and not not necessarily desserty, but heavier. But like a heavy, like you'd always think if you think French toast, your mind immediately goes south. French toast is a is a breakfast food that will will satisfy me for the next probably six hours, because it is tep- typically a heavier breakfast. It's one that you're gonna have at brunch more than anything. Yeah, but this is this is light. Mm-hmm. This is good, and it's very drinkable in terms of. I don't even give a shit about the ABV, which is only 5.5, so it's not that bad. But I'm going to go with a 9 on this. Because I'm thinking turkey bowl. <laughs> if I have a bunch of this, like, the, like, last time I was at the turkey bowl, I was, you know, I was in high school. I was, uh, you know, hanging out and, you know, me and my buddies and my, uh, my brother's soon-to-be wife were, uh, Hammering some burnets, <laughs> so to have a nice maple syrup burnets. To have a nice classy, no, I think it was pink lemonade. That's even that. worse. But uh, to have a nice classy yards French toast and uh, something that's like very breakfasty, that's this. This would be perfect for that. So I am going to go. I'm going to go nine. <laughs> you know, nine on that icky. Of course you are. Bring it up there. Come on now, Christian. Look! Look! He he got elevated. All of a sudden, the pinky's out on the glass. Jesus! Come on, dude. <laughs> um. Wow, you, you're you're coming to the wrong person for numbers like those. Um, I do like it. I do think it's um good. And honestly, so you know how we said, you know, Southern Tier really high bar for like these these crazy things. Honestly, Yards Bar is at the the Old Faithfuls. Like that's. Yards, good Yards has making been a really reliable solid. IPA, a reliable lager, like very solid, reliable, but also not that adventurous middle of the road stuff. I'm actually really impressed with Yards taking that step out with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we've seen, I mean, <clears throat> not necessarily on the show. We have seen some Yards things that kind of seem like this is kind of out of their comfort zone, you know? They did the uh, the Tommy's Hard Lemonade, which was like basically a alternative, and like these these are things we haven't seen Yards do before. Doesn't mean they are incapable, but stuff that's not what we expect. You know, we yeah, expect it's not how I think. Like of if I th- when I think of when I think of Yards, besides like the standards, like the Yards Brawler or the Yards Philadelphia Pale Ale, the, those things that are served everywhere. I think of things like the the Yards Big Hazy. Like the Kevin Hayes themed like double IPA, which was super fucking good when we had it on on the uh, on the pigeon coop. Uh, by like, the way, back out now. So yeah, it is. It is back out now. Now the cans have shiny. They have a foiled reflective. Yeah, it's very. It's a very different. It's very cartoony like kind of thing. I, it's I, not I like do the like first the new cans. edition. The first edition was very plain. Mm-hmm. The second edition was the same art but without that foil to it, and now it's shiny. 
Shiny. And I think it, I think it's Hamatoa from fucking Moana. So that's where my fucking idiot brain goes. Anyway, um, is it just me now? Wait, did you give numbers? Uh, no, no, you, you, you completely you've... took what I was saying and yeah. ran with it. Um, so yeah, I am happy to see yards go out of their comfort zone, or at least what I imagine their comfort zone to be, and hit something pretty good. Um, so I, I'm going to give this a 3.75. It was not, you know... Try again. Dropping your freaking phone yeah. all over the place. Um... You know, it's not life-changing. It's not blowing my mind in any one particular way, but it is well-implemented, and it does the things it says well. And, yeah, this this would be a, a good particular, like, you know, New Year's would have been a good time to have this. For, for breakfast on, on New Year's Day, you know, still recovering from the night before, we wanted to have a nice breakfast. Would have been a good beer to go with breakfast. I had entirely too much sugar <laughs> at New Year's Eve, so it would not have been great for me. But I agree. I I, I completely agree. That this is this would be a great beer to like. This this is a good brunch beer. This is a really good yeah. brunch beer because brunch it's, beer is a good. It's it's light, so it's not enough to like. I'm hungover, kill me. And it'll kind of give you a little bit of the hair of the dog. But also at the same time, it's 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 pleasant. This is not like I'm trying to recover, so I'm going to drink ten Miller Lights. Yeah. So I'd give this a three point seven five on the core out of five, and a six and a half out of ten on the icky. Uh, if we didn't say that yet, it's our international crushability index. Did you say six and a half? Six and a half, just to fuck with you. That's what I thought you said. I'm just making sure because I'm fucking brain dead. Anyway, <clears throat> yeah. Um, like I said, I kind I kind of scored this almost instantly, just reactionarily, you know, and then I waited until you guys gave your numbers to reveal them. But they have been on the sheet since before Brian started. Uh, Brian, we match on the core, where it's a four and a half. That I like, there's something that's just like, this would have been probably a four, but there's something that's just pleasant. Outside of the good flavors and everything else, there's just something that's inherently pleasant about this beer. So I think that thing that you're finding inherently pleasant is what's dragging me down a little bit. And that could be true. That's that's why you know we value the most opinions possible on this show. So being in a short crew for something that's as, as different as this is not great. This is actually one of those beers where I really miss AJ, and I'd love to, to get hear his weird... For like, sure anti-beer opinion on this and does maybe, he taste the french toast does it just taste like a a weird heineken to him or is he like oh my god this is like the best french toast i've ever had in liquid form and maybe we can revisit re- revisit it with him at some point because i would like to see his take on some of some of the things we've hit over the last little while here without him but um i'm going to give this an eight on the icky kind of in between you guys um i it's probably the 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 richness that it fe- like this obviously this beer is is really light it's an ale it's super light in color it's super light in body and all that stuff um but it still feels like it's rich and i think that that's going to drag my icky down a little bit but i mean an 8 out of 10 is not fucking low but it's dragging it down just enough where that feels like the the appropriate spot, but let's do a recap because I feel like we've with the, we've gotten really long winded here all of a sudden. We've, we've been lost and in I'm, the weeds. I'm, I'm feeling the the. I blame you guys because I didn't have anything to say about the first two beers. The core score winner. Anybody have a guess? Hot cocoa, obviously. I'm gonna go with the French toast bites. The winner is Brian. The French toast bites is the core score leader at a 4.25, followed very closely by the Hot Cocoa at a 4.16, repeating. Negligible difference, Christian. Like uh, Coming in third is the S'mores at a... Where did it go? (laughs) Coming in third is the S'mores at a 3.083, repeating. And then if we go to the Icky, anybody have a guess for the winner there? French toast bites. Christian, do you have a guess? 
Mmm, hot cocoa. It is again the French Toast Bites at a 7.83 repeating. Let's go, baby. Followed again by the hot cocoa at a 6.3 repeating. And the s'mores again in third at a 5.3 repeating. But again, nothing nothing is lower than halfway there, you know? So a good episode for us to come back on a... This is random things grabbed off the shelf, you know? Our first episode back was obviously Barley Creek. And this was stuff just grabbed. We grabbed this. This was our first grab bag of the of the year. And not a fucking bad showing. No, not at all. Um, so since AJ is still missing, we'll do the quick... Uh, a abridged uh, version of the the sign off. Uh, go check us out on our link tree. It's if you search beer league. If you pod look up tree, the beer league pod, you'll find it for sure. But if you really want a web address, it's linktr.ee forward slash beer league pod. That's if you want to be technical. That'll give you all of our social links. It'll give you our Twitter, Insta, our uh, TikTok. It'll give you our partners like. Kong beer bong and yeet sunglasses. Yeah, you can say like ten percent off some yeets. You know, get ready for the summer. I mean, it's gonna come up quick. So you just can get, get your a Kong. In. You can get a Kong, which is my favorite thing ever. And they just sold their like hundred and forty five thousandth fucking beer bong, which is nuts. That company was like so small when we started with them, and now they've sold one hundred and forty fucking plus thousand. Because it's so freaking usable. But between us, we have like 11 of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I, I always take, I love mine out on the golf course. It's fucking awesome out there. I take mine literally fucking everywhere. Uh, most importantly, with our sign-off materials here is... Stay thirsty. Stay thirsty.